hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Matthew 7:24. Welcome to Jesus.com podcast, KOFC Kadosh. What a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus Pastor of this dynamic service, Pastor Kwesi Abedu. Hallelujah. Wow. I've missed your nice faces. <laughs> it's good to be back home. Amen. Wow. Handsome and beautiful faces. We thank God. Shall we bow our heads? just begin to pray that God will speak to you this afternoon. Pray that you will not leave this place the same. Pray that you would have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Oh Jesus. 
Macariando Sibalara Oradiki Sandili Braco Sataliria Satalababa Carianda Lababa. Pray that you would have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Pray, 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 pray. Some of, some of us have not prayed the whole week. You have not spoken to God the whole week. This is a good opportunity for you to speak to Him. Ask Him to, to talk to you. Ask Him to speak to you. Cariando lobo santa la barianda la bacorianda la baba santa le bequerianda la bachanta la bacorianda liba santa la baba riba toli santa la baki chanto la basanta la baba racariandi liba santo liba carianda la baba santa la baba mi cariando liba santa la baba santa la baba santili carianda la baba santa la baba amen when we walk with the Lord in the light of His Word, what a glory He sheds on our way while we do His good. He abides with us still. He abides with us and with all who will trust and obey. And all who will trust and obey. When we walk with the Lord, when we walk with the in the light of His word, in the light of His. What a glory he sheds on our way. Glory he sheds on our way. While we do his goodwill. While, while we do his good. He abides with us still. He abides with us. And with all who will trust and obey. And with all who Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Sing trust and obey, trust and obey, for there's no Father in heaven, we thank you for this afternoon. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. I yield my members to you. Anoint me from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet. May I speak a word in season. I pray, Lord, that you will grant me boldness to declare openly the things that you have spoken to me in secret. I pray, Father, Lord, that you will grant me unction. Let my ears hear from the realm of the Spirit. Let my eyes behold from the realm of the Spirit. I pray, Father, Lord, that them that are gathered, you grant them understanding that they will understand your word. I pray for the gift of faith. Help them to believe your word. May none of us leave this place the same. I come against forces of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. I bind every demonic operation this afternoon. And I pray, Lord, that your word will have free course amongst your people. We thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And let the people of God say amen. amen. Put your hands together for Jesus and you may be seated. Hallelujah. Whoa, I've been away for a few days or oh, it's not few 
for a few days and we thank God for traveling messages and bringing us back safely. I was with Edwina in Houston. <laughs> You'll be there. You'll receive it. <laughs> it went to support Prophet for his good general conference. Um, you know, it's a very wonderful thing for somebody to go and organize a program in another country and still have a lot of people coming and be blessed. We had a wonderful time, you know, and I realized that, look, we have a very good pastor and we don't need somebody from outside to come and tell us. We must appreciate him whilst he's here with us. Amen. Because sometimes when, when you are with your own people, yeah, 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 they don't see you. <laughs> You know, like Mr. J is singing, oh, Mr. J. Mr. J, somebody celebrate you. Share. Somebody flew from another country, another state. When I was in America, somebody flew from another state. He said he wants to meet Mr. J's pastor. Hey! I was surprised. <laughs> I said, so you bought the ticket? He said, yes. Flew. Came to introduce the, the person came to introduce the person's self. <laughs> I said, Hey, are you people, Mr. J is even calling so come out for them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Too powerful. Amen. So we thank God that we are back. And um, this morning it's also communion Sunday. Hey, this communion, every time I struggle with the bread. <laughs> All right. And I want us to take this communion, believing God for healing. Amen. You know, in 1 Corinthians 11, when Paul was teaching about the communion, one of the things he said was that many people sometimes take the communion unworthily unworthily amen and he said that when you take it unworthily you bring to yourself damnation that's in first, first corinthians 11 i think verse 29 he says you bring to yourself damnation now that word damnation it's a case so what happens is that when you take the communion unworthily you attract a case to yourself what it means also is that when you take it worthily you attract a blessing to yourself. Amen. And then he goes on to say that for this cause or for this reason, that is because people have taken the communion unworthily. He says, many of you are sickly. Sickly. That means that you become sick. Amen. And it's trying to tell us that, you see, the communion also has the ability to heal you. Because if you take it unworthily and you can become sick, it means that when you take it worthily also, you can become healed. Amen. Amen. And then in fact, he even, tells, he even says that as a result of taking it unworthily, some people sleep. In the Bible, sleep represents death sometimes. Amen. He says you can even take the communion and it will kill you. <laughs> yes, that's the power of the communion. So what it also means is that when you take it worthily, you will live. Amen. Amen. Today, as we take the communion, I want us to believe God for two things. Divine healing and escape from death. Amen. Divine healing and escape from death. You know, these are two things that I've come to see that sometimes they are, they are not within your power to control. Sickness. Hey. You can be a nice person, you smile, you do good, but some sickness can attach itself to you. It will virtually spoil your whole life. One sickness. Amen. That is why it's important that God intervenes on your health issues. And then death. I've seen old people die. I've seen young people die. I've seen middle-aged people die. I've seen students die. All kinds of people die. Amen. 
So it's, it's almost as though Christians die, unbelievers die, Muslims die. I mean, all kinds of people die. It's almost as though <laughs> there's no reason why you should be alive. <laughs> because your type has died maybe just yesterday or two days ago. Your type, the same type. Amen. So we are believing God that as we take this communion, God will deliver us from death. You will die in a good old age. Your natural force not being abated, nor your eyes being dim. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So lift up your communion and let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray over this communion and we pray that as we partake of this communion, may we experience divine healing. And may we escape from every death that has been planned by the evil one. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Lift up the bread and say the body of Christ. Say the body of Christ. Say the body of Christ. Say by faith. As I partake of this body. I believe in God's divine healing for my life. And escape from death. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. Eat the body. Now lift up the cup and see the blood of Jesus. See the blood of Jesus. See the blood of Jesus. Say by faith, as I partake of this cup, I believe that I'm being delivered from premature death and I drink divine healing into my system. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Drink the blood. You, Lord, you are worthy. No one can worship you for me. For all the things you've done for me. Are you done? Please my word. 
Amen. Well, today I'm going to be preaching for a very short period. And I'm basically going to take an offering after the service. I'm telling you what will happen at the end of the service so that you are prepared for it at the beginning. <laughs> Amen. So I'm going to take an offering at the end of this service. And all I'm going to do is to try and give you some understanding so that you will understand why I'll be taking that offering from you at the end of the service. <laughs> is it a simple message? Smile. Why, why have you squeezed your faces like that? I don't know why. Be, be happy. I mean, why is life? I mean, just be happy. If you frown your face, you still have 10 CDs in your pocket. If you smile, it's, uh, you never know. Somebody may give you something. So don't squeeze your face. Hmm? Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor that don't squeeze your face. Your face can be better than it is. Ah, lighten up small. <laughs> Amen. All right. So today I'm preaching on Anna, your prophet. Anna, your prophet. Tell your neighbor, Anna, your prophet. Anna, your prophet. Amen. Hmm. It's a good message already. You know, one 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 of the most grateful things I'm one of the one of the things I'm most grateful to God for is 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 the life of Bishop Darkwood Mills, and to give us a pastor who can teach us about anything and everything. Amen. And I even thank God, especially for for having him teach us about honoring our prophet. <laughs> you know, because if you're a pastor, I realize that there are some messages you can't easily preach, like the message I'm preaching. <laughs> but, I mean, this one is easier to preach it because I'm not asking you to honor me. <laughs> Do you understand? I'm asking you to honor our prophet, who is Bishop Darkyward Mills. For those of you who don't know him, he's the, he's the founding bishop of this great church that we have. Amen. And there have been in many services where he has actually taught us how to honor our pastors. And as he was preaching, he was telling us that we should honor him. <laughs> and it almost looks like, ah, but this man, what is he trying to say? We should bring him an offering. Why does he? No. But you see, I realized that when you are taught to honor the prophet, it's for your advantage. It's not for bishop's advantage. Because many times when people are giving offerings, they are thinking about where the money is going. You say, hey, this church. Especially when we have conventions and they say, I need 10 people who give $1,000. Then somebody is holding his calculator. He's calculating. <laughs> He said, hey, they've reached 8,000. Quick, Charlie. Church, we don't be easy. We all become pastors. <laughs> but don't you realize that those, those, those services, you don't give anything. <laughs> but the church is still here. <laughs> and, and you are still where you are. <laughs> yeah. And the people who give something, God blesses them. And they keep getting better and better. Amen. Oh, your amen is weak. Oh. Amen. If you do, I'll go back where I came from. They were very happy to have you. <laughs> amen. So, it's very important to honor your prophet. Amen. In Ephesians chapter 6 verse 1, the Bible says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. It's, it's, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Amen. In other words, honoring your prophet is not a bad thing. Some people think it's a bad thing. Look, don't, if you are part of this church, don't ever think that being a blessing to a man of God is a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Even if the man of God is not correct, it's still not a bad thing. <laughs> you didn't hear what I said. <laughs> you 
the honor is not based on whether the person is correct or not correct. <laughs> In verse 2, it says, Honor your mother and your father, which is the first commandment with a promise. Verse 3, that it may be well with you and that your days may be long on this earth. This is a blank check. It says, if you want it to be well with you, honor them. Honor them. If you want to live long, honor them. <laughs> it's a very simple message. I don't know if I should add anything to it. I want it to be as simple and as worthy of remembrance <laughs> as possible. Amen. It says, honor your mother and your father so that it will be well with you. I've not lived very long. But this is one of the verses in the Bible that I believe the most. People who don't honor their mother and their father is not well with them. I've seen it. Close range. Far range. I've seen it. I've seen it. One day a lady came to sit in my office. You know, I actually had a dream about her. So I called her and then she came to my office. And, I mean, it was very difficult for me to even have the conversation with her because the kind of dream I'd had, I mean, it wasn't a very simple thing to say, but somehow I mastered the courage and I called her. She had been married for about five years. No child. And I said, look, in the dream... I saw your father and he was not happy with you. And I think that is the reason why you don't have a child. And she was quiet for a very long time. Then she said, it's true. Then she, she bossed me what happened on her engagement day. She said on her engagement day, she said she's not been very happy with the father. The father didn't look after her. The father this, the father that, the father that. Cut a long story short. So her engagement day, she was not happy with the father. She said to hell with my father. So on her engagement day, while they were dressing her in the room, she did, she, she did her dressing and everything in an auntie's house. So while they were dressing her in the room, then they heard the doorbell. Then somebody came to tell her that your father is at the gate. Then she said, I don't want to see him. Then the father said, no, she doesn't, he doesn't believe that the daughter said that. He said he wants to hear it from, for himself that this is what the daughter said from the gate. She didn't even have the curtsy to go downstairs and go and tell the father. She stood upstairs, looked in the window, and told the father that, Daddy, I said it. I don't want to see you. Then the father said, Are you sure it is you saying it? He said she came out of the corridor so that the father can see her face. <laughs> and she told the father, she said, Daddy, I'm the one. Can you see that it's me? I said, I don't want to see you. Her engagement day, Edwina. Her engagement day. Then he said, the father said, eh. Okay. Then the father turned and left. And left. <laughs> Look, I was at the wedding. I've not seen any wedding that they have, they have spot money before like that. You see, sometimes you're at a wedding and the wedding is nice. At the wedding that, I mean, you go, you know that by all means you get some of the food to eat. <laughs> because there are some weddings, Charlie, <laughs> you for check the line. Otherwise, Charlie, they'll give you plain rice and shit. <laughs> hey! I mean, the wedding, by the time the last person is going to the table, they serve yourself table, there's still everything. Because on the wedding, oh, Edwin, I mean, it's not true some salad will finish or something then it's like now the people are combining things you see that the chicken now they are cutting it into two hey 
No, at the first people, they were getting two, two, two. Then it became one. Then now they are dividing the one into two. <laughs> but I was at the wedding. Beautiful wedding. Decor. Oh. Music. Hey. Heavy. They were dancing. They was dancing everything. Had the wedding and the wedding. After she married, they tried. Baby was not coming. One year, two years, three years, four years, five years. And I told her, I said, listen, you need to go and make things right with your father. Otherwise, I promise you, it will never be well with you. You see, I'm not the one saying it. That's what the Bible says. She said, I can't. I said, he said, no, the man didn't look after me. I said, well, you have a choice. <laughs> Either you choose to honor him or you live a life that is not well with you. She said, I can't. I couldn't believe it. She left my office. She said, I can't. It's been three years after. She's been married for eight years. She still doesn't have a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can say that, oh, my father didn't pay my fees. Look, in the Bible, there's a guy called Noah. <laughs> One day, Noah went to drink and he got drunk. <laughs> the man of God got drunk. <laughs> the man of God got drunk. And he was naked in his tent. He wasn't in somebody's tent, he was in his own tent. <laughs> he was dancing as Sunto in his tent. <laughs> And his children went to meet him. Then one of them took a snapshot and sent it on Facebook and he started getting likes. He was enjoying it. <laughs> Hashtag Noah is drunk. <laughs> yeah. The Bible says that when Noah woke up, he knew what his son had done. And then he cursed him. He said, a servant of servants will you be? Hey, that case still working. He said, you'll be a servant too. You'll be a servant's servant. <laughs> a servant of servant. Up till now, that case is still working. Hey. Up till now. All the descendants of Ham, you and I, look at how we are suffering. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people argue it's not true, a black man does that, but you can't argue. I'm telling you, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Black people, we have a big problem. Because one day a father woke up and cursed Ham. Up till now, look at us. when I landed in the airport and I said, oh God, <laughs> I'm, back, I'm back to this place. <laughs> in fact, at the airport, when I entered the washroom, there was a guy standing in the washroom. He was telling people that, please, the tap is not working, so use the other one. I said, oh, you're right. <laughs> I said, I've come back. <laughs> you see, you can't explain. So not too bad. I'm telling you. Go and look at South Africa. South Africa used to be a beautiful country. I went to South Africa when it was under, under white rule. Beautiful. Go to South Africa now. Right from the airport, you see that a black man is, has taken over. Country has changed. Changed. Because the curses at work. You don't believe in curses. They'd be there. They'd be there. The case is fully at work. Fully. So the Bible says that honor your mother and your father so that it will be well with you. Me, I want it to be well with me. I want it to be well with me. Amen. Amen. You know, I was reading the scripture in 1 Timothy 5.17. It says the elders which rule well, let them be counted Worthy of double honor. When I saw it, I said, Hey, 
Wow. Double honor. You know, then I understood why the Bible didn't, the Bible says we should honor. You see, because that's why I told you that whether the person is ruling well or not ruling well, God says you should honor. Then he says that when you come to a father who is ruling well, that one don't just honor him. Give him double honor. Double honor. So he says, if you have a father, once the person is a father, honor him. Forget about whether he paid your fees. He didn't pay your fees. That's not your, that's not your business. You see, because, look, you don't choose your father. You don't choose your father. You don't choose. I mean, we're choosing our fathers like all of us. Hey, like we. <laughs> Some of you would have chosen a Swiss, Swiss father. <laughs> Swiss father. <laughs> Not Uncle Papu. <laughs> if your name is Papu, I don't have anything against you. It's just an example. <laughs> yeah. He says, let the elders, and that word elders is talking about fathers. The original Greek word is presbutero. Presbutero. It means the presbytery. That's the, the, the leaders of the church. Yeah. He said, especially those that have labored in word and doctrine. He says, when you have somebody. You know, to, 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 to share the word of God with you, it, it demands a lot of labor. A lot of labor. It's not a very simple thing to just get up and come and share the word of God with you. It demands a lot of labor, a lot of work. Prayer time. Reading your Bible. <laughs> Last week I told Danny to preach. He said, Pastor K, I can't sleep. You sleep. <laughs> I can't sleep. I said, you sleep. You, say, you, th- you think that is a simple thing. When you, can, you come and sit there, then you'll be criticizing the preaching. Then you say, oh, why did the, the verses learned also? Oh, the jokes were not enough. The, you, okay. When I ask you to come and preach, you will see how it is. He <laughs> says, when your, for your pastor to bring the word of God to you, he says, it is labor. It's labor. He says, especially those who labor in word and doctrine. Amen. So he says, this is how you even recognize the fathers that God is talking about or your prophet. He says, somebody who teaches you the word of God. Teaches you the word of God. And you see, the reason why we are honoring Bishop and not me is because everything I preach, I preach it from something that Bishop has taught me. <laughs> yeah, so he is the original source of the message. <laughs> original source. One day some... some some branch pastor said he had a convention, a more than he can carry convention, and he was preaching. Oh, he preached from his heart. He, he knew he had blessed the people. Then he said, after that service, some guy came to him. He said, oh, today is my first time. I want you to know that I was very blessed, but I have the original message. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I was blessed. But I have the original message. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Most of you don't know that it's not the original message I've been preaching. <laughs> it's not the, my message is not the original one. The original one is Bishop Dark. <laughs> Amen. That it may be well with you and that you may live long on this world, in this earth. Amen. I want to give you two ways you can honor your prophet. Today is Galatians 6.6. 6. That's why I'm preaching what I'm preaching. Ah, is the time correct? Hey. <laughs> Please give me just 10 minutes, I beg. It's two minutes. Is it correct? Hi. <laughs> wow. 10 minutes and then we'll go. 10 minutes, I beg. Please. I beg you. <laughs> time, people. <laughs> Number one. You can honor your prophet by obeying your prophet. You can honor your prophet by obeying your prophet. 
You know, I've been preaching for a very long time in this service. And I've seen that not everybody obeys what I see. Not everybody. There are many people, they'll listen, they'll tell you it's good advice, but they won't obey it. <laughs> Amen. When you are like that, you are not honoring your prophet. That's why the Bible says that children obey your parents in the Lord. Then he says, honor follows after obedience. Because if you don't obey somebody, you are not honoring the person. Amen. Recently, somebody sent me a message. He said, Pastor, the person I live with, he says, I, 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 come, I, come, I come home late. So, he, he won't allow me to come to church. What, what should I do? I said, then don't come to church. Simple. He was surprised. He said, oh, really? I said, yes, don't come to church. I mean, he thought that because I'm the pastor, I will say, no, no, no. Disregard him and come to church. No. No. I said, don't come. You see, when you honor somebody, maybe the person is even trying you to see how, how, how you take his advice. And sometimes that's how fathers are. They are trying you to see, but your disobedience makes them even tighten the... <laughs> <laughs> the restrictions. Yeah. If your father is happy with you, many things you just say, oh, it's okay, all right, no problem. No. Yeah. But you have disobeyed so much that it's like anything you bring up, he says no. Even if it is bread, he says no, you eat brown bread. <laughs> because you like sugar bread, he says no, we eat brown bread. <laughs> A lot of people cannot obey. Look, all your father wants is Anna. All your father wants. Is it too much to ask for? It's not too much. You see, many of you have not been fathers before. I mean, when I gave, when I had my first son, the revelations I got, I said, this one, I don't even need to read my Bible to get it. Hey, up till now, I'm so grateful to God for my parents. Hey, do you know what it takes to raise a child? You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> You don't know. Some of you, many times, your parents have gone to the hospital with you, slept with you on the same bed, praying for you, giving you medicine, this, that, that. Then one day you get up, you oh, that man, oh. You don't know what you are doing. You don't know what you are doing. Obey them. Obey them. Obey them. Just obey them. I, I never struggle with any church member over their obedience to their parents, even if you ask anything to do with church. Just obey your parents. It's more important than coming to sit in church and saying amen. Stay at home and obey your parents. Because sometimes you have church members, they come to church, preach, it's a good message. At home, ho. No obedience. No obedience. And you see, that's why the Bible, the Bible specifies and, and sometimes you are even living with your elder sister or your elder brother, but that person is your father. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they actually, you see, the father is a function. <laughs> it's not a title. It's a function. It's what the person is doing in your life. That qualifies him to be a father. Not because the person gave birth to you. <laughs> Don't let me say what I want to say. <laughs> Not, not because the person gave birth to you, but it's the function. Some people are performing the function of fatherhood in your life, but you don't obey them. They must have a say. Amen. Oh, then why are you people not encouraging the message I'm preaching? <laughs> so you must obey. Amen. The second thing, I'll give you three. They've given me some more time, so I'll give you three and then we can go. The second way you can honor, you can honor your prophet is by saying nice things about your prophet. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, say nice things about your prophet. Speak well about your prophet. <laughs> Speak well about your prophet. You know, when you read the story in Marxist, Jesus had just gone back to his country. And he went to church, preached a powerful sermon. The people were blessed, astonished. Wow, what a man of God. 
And then whilst they were admiring him, somebody can say, ah, is that not the carpenter? few minutes ago they were talking about a man of God that had come to town then somebody who knew Jesus came so he's just a carpenter he's a carpenter his mother is Mary oh, he even has a brother he's called Josie we know him and there's another one called Judah we know them all hey. immediately Jesus said that a prophet is not without honor but in his own country Jesus felt dishonored because of what the people said they reduced his anointing to his background. And that's the mistake many of us we make. Many of us make that mistake. It's, a, oh, it's because his father is rich. That's why he's talking like that. It's, some people say, oh, Bishop Dark, oh, he has some Swiss blood. Yeah, that's what you have reduced the anointing to Swiss blood. Hey. It's, oh, it's because he's a medical doctor. Come and let me show you medical doctors who can buy food to eat. You see that it's not because he's a medical doctor. People reduce the anointing to people's background. You cannot reduce the anointing to somebody's background. It's because of the anointing. They said, oh, he's a carpenter. We know his father. We know his mother. We know his sisters. So We've been playing um, Xbox with them. Yeah, how can you can say that he's easy? You know, stop that rough day. Jesus saw the comments that were coming. He said, This one, these people, they are dishonoring me. They are dishonoring me. In Mark 7 6, he said it. He said, These people, they honor me with, my, with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In other words, you can actually honor somebody with your, with your lips. What you say is an indication on the honor you are professing on that person. You can honor somebody with your lips. You can also dishonor somebody with your lips. You know, one day, I was driving somewhere with a friend of mine, and then we saw a church. And then this friend of mine said to me that, I was like, hey, this church, the guy, the pastor, hey, the way he likes women, he said, Charlie, Charlie, the guy, he likes women. Oh, I mean, what a confession. <laughs> so when I heard it, I said, oh, really? Mercy, mercy, mercy. <laughs> That's all I could say. So, I mean, this was just one, one of, but it's a road I, I often use. So now I realize that anytime I'm passing by that road, when I see the church, and sometimes the ladies are entering the church, and I'll be saying in my head, I say, hey! <laughs> and that the empire, Beja. <laughs> so one day, I was, I was driving by that road with another friend of mine. So when we got there, I was coming to tell the friend what the, my other friend had told me, that Charlie, this pastor, I've heard that. Then the Holy Spirit said to me, that shut up. Shut up. Keep quiet. Keep quiet. Keep quiet. Then I became quiet. They said, don't say a word. I said, mercy. Yeah. You see, that is how sometimes rumors start. Oh, I heard that, Charlie. <laughs> this guy, I heard that Charlie has a weakness with women. Have you heard? He said, oh, me, I'm not heard, though. Then you two go and tell someone, say, oh, child, this guy, yeah. you, you don't even say I heard you. So this guy, yeah, oh, women be in problem. Women be in problem. Yeah. Women be in problem. <laughs> then the thing starts spreading, 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 spreading. Can you imagine if I knew somebody who was going to that church? What I would tell the person, say, oh, this church, they don't go. Yeah. Because of what I'd heard. And the Bible says that because of the things the people said, Jesus could not do any miracle in that place. Can you imagine Jesus? He couldn't do any miracle. They had destroyed his ministry completely by the words. He could not do any mighty work in the place just because of what they said. 
Tell your neighbor, say good things about your pastor. (laughs) Don't entertain when people come and they are saying bad things about prophets. Saying bad things about Lighthouse. Saying bad things about Bishop Doug. Don't don't entertain it. Don't entertain it. (laughs) You can be digging your grave. (laughs) Yeah. The last way. Number three is to honor with your substance. Tell your neighbor, honor with your substance. (laughs) Honor with your substance. Hey, who is happy over there? (laughs) Now, the final way I believe that you can honor somebody is with your substance. In Proverbs 3, 9, the Bible says that honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. Amen. So here the Bible says that you can honor, but honor must be done with substance. In Galatians 6, 6, the Bible says, let him that is taught in the word, that is you, that you are being taught, it says, communicate unto him. That word communicate. The original Greek translation is to distribute or share. It says, communicate unto him that teacheth. That is your pastor or your prophet. In all good things. Tell your neighbor good things. Yes. Good things. And then I like the verse that follows. It says, be not deceived. <laughs> God is not mocked. <laughs> Whatsoever a man sows, you've heard the scripture before, haven't you? It's actually in relation to Galatians 6 6. He said, Be not deceived. You, you can think that you can give to a, a man of God and, and you won't get anything. But you see, I've come to see that there's no way you can actually have a certain relationship with God without a proper relationship with your man of God. It's not possible. Jesus said, He that receiveth me, he that receiveth you, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth he that sent me. Matthew 10, 40. Then he said, he that receiveth a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. (laughs) And he that receives a righteous man, a righteous reward. (laughs) You can never receive God in a certain way if you can't receive the man of God that God has sent you. No. Even your salvation. Can you imagine? I, I mean, I, I think about it that the day I gave my life to Christ, I, I didn't hear, the heavens didn't open. I didn't hear the voice of God. It was Bishop Dad that was preaching. Bishop Dad that was preaching. He said, today you want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand. I could have been there saying that, oh, but who is this doctor, fair guy, doctor, who, who is too zealous for God? But I saw him. I said, this is a man of God. God is speaking to me through this man. I need to lift up my hand. And I lifted up my hand. He said, come to the front. And my heart was beating. Oh, boom, boom, boom. I came to the front. He said, say after me. I said after him. He said, from today, you are born again. I believed it. Here I am. Many years down the line. So you say, oh, me, I want, to give, I want to give my offering to God. God, he doesn't, he doesn't chop dollars. <laughs> he doesn't chop cities. <laughs> In heaven, the streets are made of gold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how are you going to give the money to God? He has shown you how. Bring it to your prophet. <laughs> Bring it to your prophet. You see, and, and, and I like where the church has gotten to. I like where the church has gotten to. Because in the beginning, you can see a need. And it's like, you will feel that as you are giving, you are meeting a need. <laughs> but now your giving doesn't meet any need. <laughs> but you still need to give. Yeah. You see, the people that, when you give, you can be blessed. They are usually the people who have. Yeah. They are usually the people who have. <laughs> They are usually the people who have. 
Bishop doesn't need your 10 CDs, but you must give him 10 CDs. <laughs> Bishop doesn't need your 100 CDs, but you must give him your 100 CDs. <laughs> he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need a car. But if you have a car, you can give it to Bishop. You know, one day I went to, I went to give Bishop an offering. I went to honor him. On my 20th anniversary, since I became born again, I went to, I went to see him. When I went, I mean, it's very difficult to see Bishop these days, but I was determined. I told the people, I said, you don't know why I've come here. I said, I don't care what the protocols are. I will see Bishop Dark today before I leave this place. The people saw that I was very serious. <laughs> they made a way. Then when I entered, I told him, I said, Bishop, it's been 20 years since I gave my life to Christ. Ah, I've enjoyed this Christianity thing. I came to say thank you. The offering I gave him, up to now, I've not given anybody that offering before in my life. Hey! I felt it. It's like, often that when you give, it's like virtue has gone out of you. <laughs> I felt it. I was hoping that, you know, <laughs> I was hoping that for some strange reason, you said that, oh, it's okay. <laughs> then I'll say, oh, Bishop, are you sure? <laughs> They're so keep it. That's it. Okay, Bishop, thank you. That was my only prayer as I was going. <laughs> hey. It was a lot of money. And you see, I changed it into foreign currency. And when I changed it, it reduced <laughs> into one envelope. But it was still thick. It was a lot of money. A lot of money. And I gave it to him. And then he said to me, so I said to Bishop, any word for, <laughs> for the boys? <laughs> if you have taken the money, at least give me some word for the road. <laughs> I said, any word for the boys? And Bishop said to me, he said, think in dollars. Think in dollars. Hey, what word is this one? Think in dollars. Think in dollars. That's what Bishop told me. I said, wow, think in dollars. What does it mean? So I said, well, if Bishop says I should think in dollars, think in dollars. So I kept repeating it to myself as I left his office. That's what he said to me. And then he prayed for me and then I left. This was Sunday. The Monday I was in my office and then a white man entered my office. Stranger, I don't know him from anywhere. He said he needed help with some documents in construction. He wanted our company to help him with it. I said, wow, where did you find us from? He said, oh, he went on the online. He saw some companies. He saw our name. He came. I said, hey. <laughs> All right. So immediately I put together the proposal and I typed it. Then I typed Ghana CDs. Then when I was typing the Ghana CDs, then I remembered my prophet's voice. Think in dollars. I do already done the quote. All I did was re I removed the G. <laughs> HS, <laughs> and then I put the dollar sign like that. Bang. Already, the figure it meant that times five. I said, No, be anything. Then I gave it to the guy. The guy said, Should I pay in full? I was shocked because that amount I'd never written it in my life before. The guy paid full amount even before the service. Yeah. Till date, it's the biggest money we have received from a contract. <laughs> that it may be well with you. <laughs> that it may be well with you. <laughs> that it may be well with you. That it may be well with you. It says, honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So that thy barns may be filled with plenty. You want plenty. God wants you to have plenty. He's giving you an opportunity to have plenty. Amen. So I brought my service to my sermon to an end. I want us to honor our prophet. You know, if Bishop didn't preach to me, all the messages you have heard from me, you would never have heard it. That is why you must honor him. If Bishop didn't speak to Prophet Kakabaden, this church, where will he be? 
That is the reason why you have to honor him. <laughs> and many of us, where our lives would have gone, you don't have any idea. That is why you need to honor him. Amen. Shall we stand to our feet? As we bring our service to a close, I want you to purpose in your heart. Take a decision on this seed that you are going to sow. This honor that you are going to honor a prophet. It must cost you something. It must cost you something. Take a decision that you will honor him. Be one of the people who will honor him. Be one of the people who will honor him. Father, I pray for every heart that is gathered here. As they purpose in their hearts to honor the gift of God that you have given us in the person of Bishop Dark. I pray, Lord, that the heavens will be opened. Let honor come into their lives. Let them receive a hundredfold honoring your servant in Jesus mighty name every head bowed every eye closed maybe you are here you are not born again if you were to die today you are not sure where you will go I want to give you an opportunity to give your heart to Jesus you want to say pastor pray for me I want to give my heart to Jesus I don't want to go to hell when I die I want to be in heaven you are here like that lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you you want to give your heart to Jesus Every head bowed, every eye closed. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. You have lifted up your hand. Lift it up high. Don't be, don't, be, don't be shy of anything. Lift it up high. You mean business with Jesus. You want to make a decision to follow Jesus today. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. Come to me in the front. Come. Don't put it back down. Come. Master the courage it takes and come to the front. Come. Stand right here and I'll pray with you. Maybe you didn't lift up your hand, but you still want to come. You can come. up your right hand and pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, today I come to you just as I am. I recognize that I'm a sinner and I don't know you. But today, I humble myself before you. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with your precious blood. Come and live in my heart. Be the Lord and Master of my life. Thank you, Jesus dying on the cross to save my soul. From today, I will follow you all the days of my life as you help me to. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Father, I pray for all these ones as they give their hearts to you. May they follow you all the days of their life. Let this work be a good work. Let it be a sweet work. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for listening. It was great having you. You're invited to fellowship with us at the Kadosh Morning Star Cathedral, Sakumono, upseats the regional Maritime University off the Tema Beach Road. You can send a text via WhatsApp to 0546-125491 or 0548-961-323 for other messages. 
Follow us on social media, Jesus.com.Kadosh on Facebook and Jesus.com.Kadosh on Instagram. Be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. See you this Sunday at 1 p.m. Stay connected. What a power.